With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For the first time in American history, a woman is the most interesting, fascinating, compelling, influential athlete in all of American sports. Caitlin Clark, the Iowa basketball star. She's the new Tiger Woods. We'll talk about that today with Steve Kim. Welcome. Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I'm Jason Whitlock, your host. Thank you for joining me this weekend. A special weekend edition of Fearless. There's no football, guys, so I figured we'd give you some extra content. Uh, Steve Kim's going to join me. We're going to talk about Caitlin Clark, as I just told you in the cold open. But the first thing I want to do is uh, talk to you guys about one of our newest sponsors to jump on board and a sponsor I'm very passionate about. I've made it a part of my routine. I look forward to every time I share the good news of our new sponsor and friends from Cardio Miracle. The team at Cardio Miracle, they're patriots. They're health and liberty advocates. They're passionate about the well-being of the unborn. Their values align with our values. Plus, the product is tremendous. I've made Cardio Miracle a part of my routine because it helps and supports good health as it relates to heart disease, diabetes, kidney disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, and other challenges many have faced over the years. Cardio Miracle has over 50 of the finest food, plant, and herbal ingredients that help stimulate your body to create safe and sustained nitric oxide levels. Nitric oxide is one of the keys to great artery health and just great overall health. It's helped me with inflammatory issues. I've been sharing with you guys about my workout routine and how I'm in a lot less pain. My brother, he's on Cardio Miracle. He loves it. Everybody, and I've given this now to more than a dozen people. I'm getting rave reviews. People are emailing me. I share with you all early last week about Mark emailing me and thanking me. He's been on the stuff for two or three weeks. He's already seen the results. Guys, Cardio Miracle. Go to CardioMiracle.com slash fearless. CardioMiracle.com slash fearless. Receive 10% off your first order. 15% if you choose to subscribe and save. They also offer a 60-day, no-risk, 100% money-back guarantee. This is can't-miss stuff. It tastes great. It, it's easy to make part of your routine to drink two or three times a day, and it will improve your health. Uh, all right, time to bring in the uh, Korean Cosell. Uh, Cosell. I know I've turned you into a huge uh, women's basketball fan and that, you know, I'm sure you're on Rivals right now checking recruiting rankings for women's college sports and uh, 
but because I just want you to react to my contention that Caitlin Clark is the most interesting, fascinating, influential, compelling athlete in America right now. Right or wrong? Oh, my God. I- I'm going to call you Willie McCovey because you are stretching <laughs> and you are reaching. I Look, okay, we're in that black hole in sports in America. Where there's no football, no one cares about the NBA. Pitchers and catchers have not reported, uh, and they're, you know, spring practice has not begun all across the country on college campuses. I, I mean, is Caitlin Clark the most interesting and biggest story for a period of time of let's say 48 hours? I, I mean, I wouldn't completely disagree with that, but let, let's put this into perspective. This past Sunday was not only Super Bowl Sunday. But it was also the date, February 11th, when Mike Tyson was knocked out shockingly by by Buster Douglas in 1990 in Tokyo, Japan. Now, I have called that fight the JFK assassination fight because basically every boxing fan and a lot of sports fans and even the general public in America, they know exactly where they were when they either saw that stunning upset or when they heard about it. Jason, can we be honest? By Sunday... Nobody will remember where they were when they heard about Caitlin Clark breaking this record. In fact, it happened last night as we're filming this, and I don't even know where I was. So come on. That's the truth of the matter. Stop pushing this dishonest agenda to the fine folks at Fearless and the American public. This is shameful. Shameful. Steve, Steve, you've reduced my argument to something that I'm not making. I'm not. This isn't a one-off. I'm talking about for the next year, and maybe the next two years. Year? She's the biggest star in sports. Name me a bigger star. Wherever she goes, they sell out the arena. This is like Michael Jackson showing. This is like Michael Jordan showing up, and people are, are, wherever she goes to play, Steve, it's a sellout. And we're talking about women's basketball. They're selling out. Wherever she goes, the other, the other team's fans, many of them wear her jersey. She's the biggest deal in sports and will be that for the foreseeable future. Or I'm going to get to my point, too. But, but who, tell me right now. Who's a bigger star than Caitlin Clark? And I'm not talking about just today. I'm talking about just athlete that you want to talk about and people are interested in, who's a bigger star than Caitlin Clark? Let's put it this way. When NFL Combine starts, whoever runs the fastest 40 or benches 225 the most times and shoots up Mel Kuyper's mock draft, whoever is in that top five, they will be a bigger name for that time being. Uh, Shohei Otani, okay? When he comes into spring training for the Doyers, uh, he will be Steve, a bigger story. Stop. Come on. Stop. This, Steve, this, this is Steve. Dope. If this you dope. put Shohei Otani in right. a police lineup with me, you, and Coach JB, people still couldn't pick him out. Oh, my God. Stop the Asian hate. Stop the Asian <laughs> hate. This is the highest paid athlete in America who's going to bring the Dodgers to the promised land. You're telling Who no one knows. No one knows. What are you crazy? No one knows him. He has a whole country 
behind him, and now he's in the nation's second biggest media market. Okay, and the Dodgers for years have sold over 3 million tickets. This is now a Dodger town. I hate to say it as someone who's not a Dodger fan, but thanks to LeBron, it's it's no longer a Laker city. It is now a Dodger town. And once he reports the spring training, he'll be bigger than Kate. Look, Kaitlin Clark will be a legitimately big, significant story all the way up until her last game this season. Hopefully cutting down the nets because I want to see the meltdown. There's no doubt about it. But for, to your bigger, larger point, all I got to say is this. Whitlock, please. Oh, oh no. Oh, please. Oh, you just hit me with the ninja, please. Wow. Oh, yes, I Uh, did. Yes, I did. (laughs) Cosell. Yeah. I ask this honest, answer this honestly. The average sports fan. Right. Is offered. uh, Hey, I got uh, home plate uh, seats for Shohei Otani. Or I got courtside seats uh, to see Caitlin Clark. The average American sports fan is going to choose Caitlin Clark. Shohei Otani plays a sport that Americans really just aren't that passionate about anymore, Steve. They're not that passionate about baseball, Steve. They're passionate about women's college basketball. Look, I get it. Baseball is no longer about Caitlin Clark. Okay, look, the average sports fan, in my view, since you asked me the question, would say, take me out to the ball game. I mean, I might leave by the fifth inning, but uh, I'd actually be there by the second. Okay, have a cool, cool, maybe a Dodger dog. But no, I'm sorry. I, I I think it is a great interest to you because there's an interesting story that goes beyond sports and basketball. But the average American red blooded sports fan, they're going to take a major league ball game over co- women's college basketball. Come on, Jason. Really? Really? We're going with this. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe you. Mm. Pe- people, please jump. The comments are critical to the, because maybe yeah. I am off on another planet and maybe Steve's Tell right. Them, people. I, Tell them, America. Tell them. Jeez. I, I, I just don't. Let me give you another scenario. And okay. T- t- Caitlin Clark okay. faces South Carolina in the championship game of the women's tournament. My contention is if that happens, that game will draw higher ratings than the men's championship game. Okay. This is how honorable I am. I agree with that because I don't know of a single men's college basketball. In fact, the last college basketball player that I remember is Zion Williamson. In fact, I think that's the last time he ever played a game. And I'll even be this on. This is how honorable of a gentleman I am, Jason. As much as I disagree with some of your overall point, I would put on my Chuck Long throwback Iowa Hawkeye jersey or one of the Harmon brothers, and I would be watching – that game for about a half. And if they're winning at halftime, then I'll keep it going. Okay? There. You got me. I, you got the pledge right here. Go Hawkeyes. Jeez. Let me give you Happy. another point then. Because now that you've given me that itch, yes. let me take yeah. a foot. So, 
if Caitlin Clark leads to the NCAA Women's Championship game being higher rated than the men's, that is proof of my theory that she's the most interesting athlete we have going right now and will remain so for, for the foreseeable future. That speaks to her drawing power. Wherever she, she's Tiger Woods all over again. No one really, you know, your dads and older people liked golf, but Tiger Woods made young people and casual fans care about golf. Caitlin Clark is having that exact same impact in women's college basketball. She is a legitimate sensation. This is unprecedented what she's doing and the level of interest in her. She's the top athlete in America. Whitlock, this is going to stun you, though, and the odds of this are almost infinitesimal. Um, you are speaking to the one Asian that was bad at math and did not care about golf. I never once was aboard this whole Tiger Woods thing. I was never Tiger Woods. But I don't completely disagree with your overall point, but I disagree, I think, with the comparison. I don't know if she's going to ever have the wide-ranging international impact of Eldrick Woods, but I think she could be Larry Bird. Uh, I've been doing a deep dive on Larry Bird in the last week or two. I, I read a great book from Dan Shaughnessy, Wish It Lasted Forever, about his travels with the 80 Celtics, which ended up really halfway through the 86 season, one of the great teams I've ever seen, and Shaughnessy was then taken off the beat because he went to the Red Sox. But I was just thinking about this as I was preparing for this segment. One day she'll be in the WNBA, and I think there's going to be a lot of expectation and pressure for her to elevate the popularity of that league, which quite frankly is not very popular. In fact, there's an argument that she's better off staying at Iowa with the NIL and all that other stuff than going into that welfare basketball league. That's what the W really stands for, to be blunt. The question becomes now, Jason, if she is the Larry Bird, because we know why, I, I don't know if there's a Magic Johnson to be her foil. That's the problem with that whole dynamic. I think Magic Johnson is this young girl, Juju Watkins, but she's just a freshman. And, and so that's the actual uh, Magic Johnson, the foil. But, but Steve, you've moved me to our, the next point that I wanted to make, and good segue. Thank you. She would what be making a mistake yes. leaving college basketball. The WNBA is the wrong platform for her to continue her momentum. Joining the WNBA would kill her momentum. Mm. And so it's, it's going to reach a crescendo during this NCAA tournament. The moment she declares for the WNBA draft, which she's done four years of college basketball, but because of COVID, I think she could get a fifth year. Uh, and I think she should return to Iowa it's a better platform for her to drive interest in women's college basketball. The, 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 the WNBA yes. can't sustain anything for her. And it would it's, it'd be the wrong move, not just for her, but all of women's basketball for her to go to the WNBA. She needs to stick around in college basketball. Yeah, look, th that I think is a no-brainer. Uh, you don't get a single objection from me. If you look at the history of women's college basketball, um, there are franchises. Tennessee Volunteers under Pat Summit. they were a bigger, hotter ticket 
than the men's team for 15, 20 years. You look at UConn. Now, UConn had a real program under Jim Calhoun, but Gino Ariema has built a franchise, uh, and there's other schools in the SEC and other conferences that when there's a traditional college town with a really good women's team, they get supported. I don't really know of a hotbed for WNBA basketball. I don't even remember the last time uh, I thought of the L.A. Sparks, maybe during one of the years of Lisa Leslie. But I definitely would like to see her come back next year to the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, and just chuck up 40 shots a game uh, just to anger Cheryl Swoops. Just for that alone. I'd like to see her in another year in Iowa. Steve, you got to help me out here. And I'm sorry for not knowing this, but that's why you're here. You know all this stuff. Isn't USC joining the Big Ten next year? Yeah, they they are. I don't but, – but again, you know, look, USC's had two all-time great players in women's basketball. First, it was the great Cheryl Miller. Then it was Lisa Leslie. And then they had the McGee sisters who were really good. And I re- even when they won national titles, it was not a big deal. Um, now – to your point. The reason I asked that, though, is she would get to play Juju Watkins twice right. if she came back, if USC's in the, if USC's in the Big Ten. No? Yeah. Yes? That or at right least once. would be a natural rivalry, something that I think that people would care about more than just Jason Whitlock and then dragging me into these segments. I might actually be a little bit curious. Not that curious. Let's just be very honest about it. But there's so many things. <laughs> I, I Look, I think that Caitlin Clark has certainly become a very, very polarizing figure, and we've talked about this. I I mean, Jason, I thought it was interesting, and I'm cruising through X or Twitter, and I saw a clip where Shaquille O'Neal flat out said she's the greatest ever, and I'm like, oh, boy, he went off code. Well, he's going to anger a certain (laughs) demographic in America with that. But even me, I have to say, wait a minute, Caitlin Clark is the Steph Curry of this league, of this game. No doubt about it. She's one of the all-time greats. She has to be. But is she really a better all-around player than Cheryl Miller? I mean, to me, I mean, again, I'm a child of the 80s, so I'm biased, and she's from Riverside. She's a Southern California person, so I'm always going to swing towards her. But Cheryl Miller, to me, was the ultimate all-around ball player. Lisa Leslie, uh, Lynette Woodard out of Kansas. People will tell you because the NCAA, I didn't know this, Jason, the NCAA did not recognize women's basketball till 1982. So she's almost about like this forgotten figure in, in history of that sport. And she put up monster numbers. So I don't know. Is she really the greatest? That, that's an interesting discussion. Uh, I think she has a right to make that claim. I used to know Lynette Woodard, obviously working in Kansas City. And uh, uh, Lynette, great person. Great person and an awesome athlete. The, the, the issue is women's college basketball overall is so much better now yep. than when Lynette played and when Cheryl Miller played and when Lisa Leslie played that the degree of difficulty, what Caitlin is doing, and just keep in mind, she got all the way to the NCAA title game with a roster that, that, you know, beyond her, wasn't at that level. That, that's point one. And then point number two would be, as great as Cheryl Miller was, and I remember all the hype, I remember being a kid and hearing what a big deal, 
She just didn't draw this kind of interest in terms of selling out arenas. It's like people kind of paid attention to Cheryl Miller, but putting money down, buying jerseys, <laughs> showing up right. at the arena to see her play. That's where that's what put Caitlyn over Jason. the top. When people start putting their money where their mouth is, it really underscores the point. Right. But again, time and place matter. Let's put this in the context. Cheryl Miller played in L.A., the entertainment options in L.A., and again, no offense to Iowa City, but Iowa City is one of those things. You stamp anything with the Iowa Hawkeyes logo is going to draw better than anything with USC female athletics. That That's the truth of the matter. There's also okay. and so, much more of an agenda to show women's sports than, let's say, 1982 to 85 when she played. It's a little bit different. It is, but when I say selling now, and I'm talking about when – Caitlin Clark goes on the road. It, it, it's the circus going on the road. It's the Jackson 5 going on the road. She's selling out those arenas. It, it's, I, I, I watched this firsthand with the Fab Five, covering the Fab Five. Yeah. This is how it used to, and not, not that Big Ten schools had trouble selling out, but wherever the Fab Five showed up, the national media just followed them around and, you know, arenas and people, you know, there was more energy in every arena that they played in than, I mean, again, I was at Duke, Michigan, Chris Weber's sophomore year. That, that is still, of all the sporting events I covered, that is still the most memorable sporting event I ever covered because that arena was just it was it was incredible. I mean, the energy in that arena and all the talent that was on the floor. The Fab Five was a phenomenon, and that's what I'm seeing with Caitlin Clark. And I'm just men. This is the other part of my argument, Steve, that I think you're missing. So many male athletes have diminished themselves with this wokeness and political correctness. Yeah, we just don't like them the way they used to be. It's like LeBron could never get to Michael Jordan's level in terms of appeal, mass appeal, popularity, because he's too unlikable. Half the people in the country don't like him. Maybe it's 60% of the country don't like him. You know, there's, it's a handful of groupies that, you know, think LeBron James is the greatest. And so many of these athletes, male athletes in particular, have just diminished their stature. That's where... Caitlin Clark, you know, there's some people that hate her, but not because of anything she said. It's mostly just out of pure jealousy and, and yeah. bigotry. But but no one, there's no flaw on her. You know, that little flop she did, get, getting run over on the court or whatever, that, that's about the most negative thing I can say about her. Jason, the other thing is, when it relates to men's basketball, like I said, I was a big fan in the 80s. But there was a recognition of names from Ralph Sampson, who stayed all four years. Patrick Ewing stayed all four years, along with that nucleus at Georgetown, which included guys like Reggie Williams. Uh, Michael Jordan, believe it or not, actually stayed till his junior year. Larry Johnson was a JUCO transfer. And the bulk of that UNLB team, Greg Anthony, Anderson Hunt, Stacey Ogman, they stayed, I believe, all four years, for the most part, as a group. Michigan, um, Chris Weber and Juwan Howard, I think both, or Jalen Rose, they stayed at least two, if not three years. And I think Jimmy King and Ray Weber Jackson two, stayed all four. Weber yeah. two, Howard and Rose three years. 
three. Right. And then Jimmy King and Ray Jackson stayed all four years. So there was like this association that you had. And you're right. With Caitlin Clark, I'll be the first to admit it. Next year, um, if you were to say, Steve, who's the biggest star in women's college basketball? I'd say Caitlin Clark if she comes back. And I think the bulk of America. Now, that much I will say that if she comes back whoa, next whoa, year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you put, did you say who's the biggest star in women's college basketball? You know what? All right, I get did it. Did you say college in basketball. college basketball? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Jesus Christ. And, and, and then know, I think you can even, you, re- you could. Oh, God, this you could remove really the, the the qualifier college. You could. She's the biggest oh, star in basketball. Get out of here with that. Oh, see it. Who's you the know, biggest star you know, in gonna, basketball? I'm gonna tell Who's you right the biggest now, star Billy, in basketball? I mean, Billy Packer's rolling over in his grave. This, this is uh, Al McGuire. Who's the bigger over in star grave. in basketball, Steve? Wait a minute. You still you think Caitlin Clark on a day to day basis? Is a bigger start even right now? And I'm not a fan of his of LeBron James. Really, really. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. By the way, I know we want to talk about this. This is another thing that just made me roll my slanted eyes. Uh, that that her impact is Jordan esque. You want to get to? I was like, hold for it, hold it, hold it, uh, hold it, hold it. I want to let me get there, but let yeah, me take care of a little business there. first. Yeah, give me a second to take care of a little business, uh, guys. Are you the same guy you were 10 years ago? I am. <laughs> Better. Well, but one day you might wake up and realize you don't have the same energy, same lean muscle mass to get up and go in the bedroom that you used to have. As we age, we lose testosterone. They call it the man hormone. I call it the fire. But there's a real solution. The powerful testosterone booster in Nugenics Total T. Nugenics Total T's power boost is backed by clinical studies and real science. Nugenics key ingredients like testophen have been shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. In other words, it's based in science and it works. It's certainly working for me. It's helped me restore that fire and maybe uh, Fannie Willis should provide some to Nathan Wade and it may restore his fire and she won't have to emasculate him in commercials or <laughs> when she's testifying on the witness stand. Nugenics Total Tea can help you re-energize your life and help you get back the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior. Totally satisfied, Nugenics will refund 100% of your purchase price plus shipping and processing. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword fearless. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you lose fat fast and get lean even faster. Absolutely free. Text 231-231, enter the keyword fearless. That's 231-231, enter the keyword fearless. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. The number one doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on an independent survey conducted by IQVIA 2022. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, Cosell, uh, back to you. And I, you've already previewed mm. uh, the conversation where I want to move into. I believe USA Today has written a story that Caitlin Clark is the most transformative athlete since Michael Jordan. I disagree with the article uh, for a different reason than you, but you go ahead and why do you disagree that Caitlin Clark is the most transformative athlete since MJ? Okay, you know, in the immortal words of a lot of Korean parents, especially my own, when I would bring back a really mediocre report card, which was often, are you crazy? (laughs) Come on. There's nobody that's going to compare ever to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I, I, I mean, growing up, there was Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan and maybe Mike Tyson. And that's it. I mean, those are the three great mics of my lifetime. And you had to be there growing up to see how impactful and how popular and what a hold Jordan had on the American and international public. And he was there for so long. And and he's the greatest team athlete I have ever seen, by far the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. And to this day, there's a mystique about him. And the fact that, as Charleston White says, his tennis shoes, <laughs> them tennis shoes, still outsell everything else. And, and there's, I'm just telling you, we were lucky that we never got to see Babe Ruth. That guy was our Babe Ruth. There will, nothing's close to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Bottom line, simple as that. End of story. Mm. I, I, here, here's what I, and I've already said this earlier or said it in a different way, but Tiger Woods is actually the most transformative athlete of our lifetime. No. Tiger Woods. Look. look. And that's not to diminish Michael Jordan. It's to speak about Tiger Woods operated on a platform that was very limited. The PGA Tour. Michael Jordan was operating from the NBA, which Magic Johnson and Larry Bird had elevated to a level that Jordan carried it a bit higher. Got it. And he sold a lot of tennis shoes. But when you start talking about transformative, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson began the transformation of the NBA. And Michael Jordan finished it. Tiger Woods transformed golf for 20 straight years. He, he, I know you weren't the biggest fan, but I'm telling so many people came to golf and just uh, wa- to watch Tiger Woods and to, uh, and, and look, maybe I have a bias because I'm to, Tiger Woods brought me and my dad something to talk about virtually every Sunday that the guy played. And it was so important to my dad. And so it became important to me. And, and, and I just saw it with so many, and I, I went to a lot of golf tournaments that Tiger played in, when, when he really? crushed Pebble Beach at the U.S. Open, oh yeah. When he crushed, Pe- I walked all 18 holes with him on the Saturday of that U.S. Open, and then certainly stayed for the Sunday round and all that. But yeah, oh man, I went to the Masters because of Tiger Woods. I went to all the majors, the th- things that 
I would have never had an interest in, and there were so many people. So when you start talking about transformative, it's Tiger Woods, and that's why I love Caitlin Clark, because I've had no interest, no real interest, in women's college basketball until Caitlin Clark started yeah, doing a Dame Lillard, uh, a Dame Lillard, Steph Curry impersonation that I just find absolutely fascinating. And then okay. when you throw in the, the angle of just like, she's irritating these bigots, it, it just makes it even more fascinating okay. and transformative to me. With on that. Okay, but Jason, yeah. to your point, have you not heard of Arnold Palmer, Arnie's Army, the Golden Bear, Jack Nicholas, as if somehow these guys never existed? Uh, I mean, give me a break. I, honestly, look, I get it. Tiger Woods might have been the greatest ever if Thanksgiving 2009 didn't happen, okay? And his wife started taking driving range shots out of the driveway. I get it. Let me just say the greatness of Jordan. God rest his soul. The general, Robert Montgomery Knight, once said, Michael Jordan is not just the greatest basketball player, which, by the way, he forecasted at age 20 before he ever played an NBA game. He's done various interviews, and I think one of them was with David Letterman. He says, Michael Jordan is the greatest in his chosen field of any field in the world. And he said this, by a good margin. He said, so whatever field of chosen, lawyer, doctor, writer, whatever you want to say, he said, that's the greatest at his chosen field by a good deal. And Bobby Knight did not like the NBA. He thought the game was horrible. He didn't like it. But he said, in my lifetime, I'm lucky to have seen, well, not in my lifetime. He said, there's three great athletes in American history that stand out. He said, Babe Ruth, Jack Nicholas, and Jordan. And he said, but Jordan is number one. And I, I'm just telling you, there are times when I get a little basketball Jones, I'll just punch up YouTube and I'll just put up Michael Jordan highlights and I'm enthralled. I mean, I just like, wow. And it's just, we were lucky to have seen it. And he played in the best, most competitive era of NBA basketball. Don't let these new fans fool you. Uh, these guys today are very good athletes. They might be more versatile. They were not the overall players and it was not the overall game. And to this day, the fact that Jordan brand and Jordan apparel still sells. And I love the fact, and what's also added to his mystique is, Jason, he hasn't gone completely Howard Hughes, but he's not out there that much. He's never on social media. He makes some appearances here and there, but he's made himself scarce. And I think that has added to the mystique of Michael Jordan. There's not much you said there that I can disagree with. Uh, there and and because I was sitting here like, hmm, Jordan and the separation between him and everybody else and his skill. And I was trying to think, have we ever seen any other athlete that was so much better than everybody else? And 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 the only person I could think of actually gets disqualified, Barry Bonds, Barry because Bonds. of steroids. <laughs> Yeah, because of steroids. Yeah, well, and if you know, if we really wanted to expand it out, Lance Armstrong, because of Armstrong. steroids, he disqualifies himself. And so I think you're right about Jordan, because and and you know we thought we were watching that with Mike Tyson, but his demons caught up mm. with him and and destroyed him from ever doing that. And and the same actually. If Thanksgiving 2009 never happens, 
Tiger Woods gets 20 majors. And right. we talk about him in the same way as Michael Jordan. But again, your demons, his demons got a hold of him and, and cut it short. I can't think of, you know, I was thinking about football and, you know, I, I don't. Jim Brown I'm not gonna for say his that era. About Jim, Jim Brown, Brown for, for his, his era. era. Right. I, I can't uh, I give Jerry it up to Rice. Tom Brady. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think Jerry Rice I, for his longevity. Jason, there's a great story in Shaughnessy's book. Um, and it was a great for, book. As a child I do want to. Yeah. Can I make a point about your Jerry Rice point? And sure. just because just I may forget it if I don't say it now. Uh, the reason why I can't put Jerry Rice in these categories is, is look, w- when you Tiger Woods, when you're Michael Jordan, your eyes are on them all the time. Yeah. J- Jerry Rice, 70, yeah. 80% of the game, he's out there, but you don't even know it. So I, I can't put him in the same. But anyway, I don't, continue with your point. I don't point. disagree, yeah. Jason, because a lot of things have to go right from the snap to the protection to a throw for it. Dan Shaughnessy wrote, and he took unbelievable notes in this book, that after Jordan's first game at the Garden, the first time Larry Bird ever played him as a professional in an NBA game, so that's the 84-85 season, he comes to the Garden and a young Jordan with no help on that team, maybe Orlando Woolridge, right? He scored 36. Larry Bird said after the first time he ever played, he said, Dan, I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be the greatest player who ever lived. And Dan Shaughnessy said, Larry, come on, really? Larry goes, watch. I'm telling you, I see things in that guy I've never seen. And after that 63-point game in his second year, after he missed 64 games Sunday afternoon on CBS, uh, that's something I'll never forget, watching that game in awe. Larry Bird actually said that was not Michael Jordan. That was Jesus Christ or God disguised as Michael Jordan. He goes, I have never seen anyone play basketball like that. And your personal favorite and my personal favorite, Magic Johnson, I give Magic and Bird a lot of credit for as great as they were. I can show you interviews long before Jordan actually won a title. They were telling people, no, 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 we're not as good as Jordan. They, they were, they'd actually say that's the most talented guy ever. And Jerry West actually had that same opinion. He actually thinks there's nobody like Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And I think his impact, he changed the sneaker industry. So you want to talk about transformative and having an impact on pop culture. He changed the whole industry. In fact, without him, we don't know where Nike is right now. They may just be a niche running shoe out in Beaverton, Oregon. So, let me, we'll end on this note. And I don't know who Caitlin Clark, if she's got a shoe deal, if she'll have a shoe deal, but I, I would drop an incredible amount of money on her for a shoe deal as long as she stayed in college for one more year. Caitlin Clark will sell as many gym shoes as LeBron James. She won't sell Jordan levels. But th- that's, that's how we'll prove my theory correct, is that she will become the top shoe, tennis shoe endorser of all the modern athletes. She'll, you know, she won't catch Jordan, but I'm just saying, she she'll be the closest thing to Jordan because she's accessible. In terms of, there's nothing about her other than bigotry that could prevent you from liking Caitlin Clark. There's, I'm just telling, there's nothing. 
She's, she has, as far as I know, she's not taking any political stance. She, she's heterosexual. Uh, she, she's, you know, confident, but not arrogant, I would argue. And, and so a dad, a mom, every kid can like, embrace Caitlin Clark without feeling like they're violating yeah. their values. And so she, um, Caitlin Clark will surpass any of these guys and any of these other athletes as the top brand endorser in sports. Hmm. She is her. As these guys, I say, I'm him. She is her. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's know, I'm telling you, I will have a Caitlin Clark jersey. Oh, and, Jason, I know, you know one thing. I, I hope, yeah, I hope she signs with Adidas at some point. So I, because I, I refuse to wear Nike, but I, I will say this. Me. I think the shoe sales of the Caitlin Clark will be really good in middle America, the flyover states. And I know someone in Nashville, Tennessee, who'll probably buy 10 pairs, all different colors, who shall remain nameless. <laughs> You'll be wearing your Caitlin Clarks at some point. Uh, oh, thank you, Steve. Right. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Uh, great job as always. We'll see you next week. Uh, guys, before we go, I want to talk uh, a little bit just about Roll Call 2.0 right here in Nashville, Tennessee, Saturday, June 1st. want you guys to go to fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Need you here in Nashville. We have a great lineup of guests. We'll start announcing some of them, I believe, next week, as guys confirm. Uh, last year was great. This year is going to be awesome. We're going to talk about and discuss how growth requires sacrifice and how we as men have to be willing to make the kinds of sacrifices that our ancestors did if we want to protect American freedom, if we want this country to ever be great again. Uh, come join us here in Nashville, Tennessee. We've uh, set aside some hotels and got special rates. Uh, you wanna book those now uh, before they sell out. You guys know what a fun place Nashville is and you wanna sign up for your tickets right now. FearlessArmyRollCall.com. If you're a pastor or a church leader, and you're able to entice people in your congregation to caravan down with you or a bus trip, we got some special rates for you guys that come from out of town in large groups. Or, hey, look, even right here in Nashville or in Tennessee, if you, 10, 12 of you all wanna buy tickets together, we got some discounted rates for you as well. Uh, come join us Saturday, June 1st, right here in Nashville, as we inspire men to remember their duty to sacrifice for the good of the generations behind us. Uh, we'll play tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you early next week. Freedom. I just want.